Trader, Trade Trader, Cobb Crypto Podcast. Podcast. This is the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. G'day, welcome guys to the Trader Cobb Crypto Show. Another amazing guest at the Ethereal Summit today, Trisha Martinez of Wala. Look, I'm going to let Trisha do her own introduction because I'm not going to do it any justice. So <laughs> tell us what you're doing and where you're from. Awesome. Thanks for having me here. Um, I'm the founder and CEO of Walla. Walla is a mobile financial platform for emerging market consumers. Yep. So we saw the need to create more efficiency in the financial systems in emerging markets by operating between banks and consumers. So it's a, a mobile-friendly app. Consumers come to us, they can get bank accounts, loans. The biggest problem we recognized, though, was the fees. Consumers mm. in emerging markets, for some reason, have to pay ridiculously high fees, whether it's moving money, holding money in an account, checking your balance. Um, the banks disincentivize consumers from participating. So last year, we issued a cryptocurrency called DALA to solve those fee problems. And now DALA actually enables instant borderless micropayments. Consumers, enterprises can move value anywhere instantly for free. That's fantastic. I mean, we, we spoke very briefly about uh, my experience in London years ago when I first yeah. moved to London where you've got to have a bank account to get an address and you have an address to get a bank account and it's all this catch-22 unless yep. you're already in, in, inside of the system. It doesn't actually work. And that was just one part of that. The second part is when I would use a, a Western Union type service, yep. the amount they would take from me yes. financially was crippling. Now, you're looking at emerging markets with often smaller amounts of this hyperinflation in some of these countries that yes. you're operating in. And there's a real need for your service. So is it taking off? Is it being implemented right now? And how's it all going? Yes. So I was really excited to speak uh, at the Hero Summit yesterday yeah. because we've been operating for four years. So we have been on the ground working with consumers, building communities, building trust, and building out this ecosystem. Um, and we actually launched two weeks ago in South Africa, Zimbabwe, oh, wow. and Uganda. And to say the least, like the growth has been something we could never imagine. Oh, great. Um, in two weeks, we've had over 50 50,000 users join. We have users sending dollar, holding dollar, um, paying for their utility bills, electricity, TV. They're buying data for their phones. Um, we've been so focused, like I said, on the ecosystem. Yeah. You can't just hand cryptocurrency and assume it has value. It needs to be actually be transacted yeah. at retailers, merchants. So that's been our focus. And, um, it's crazy. Good problems to have. <laughs> yeah, look, that sounds like you've just exploded into the sandwich. I'm we so have, congratulations. Yeah. Thank that's you. awesome. Yeah. And tell me, the areas of Africa, like you're, you're in Africa, you're living there, you're yep. also focusing on that area at the moment. Do you want to tell the listeners and the viewers why the focus has been at this stage in that part of the world? Yeah, so I have a background in behavioral economics. After grad school, I went to Uganda to start testing um, universal basic income. Um, so working with subsistence farmers to yeah. just provide a year's worth of income to them and see what was actually happening and if it was creating real value in these consumers' lives. That's when the banking problems kept coming to light to me. So obviously for consumers who are living in rural areas and living in extreme poverty, it's an access problem. But living in the urban areas where there's young professionals who are educated, this emerging yeah. middle class, they actually could go to a bank and get an account if they wanted to, but they choose not to. And that was like the most mind blowing thing yeah. to me that it's easier for them to use cash. And that's why they said, we don't want to use these systems. We're going to operate on our own uh, by putting money under the mattress. Um, and that's when we said there's a huge opportunity here. Um, one, to solve a big problem, but Africa is the fastest growing middle class in the world, the youngest population in the world. Like the next few years, this, these economies are going to be blowing up. Now, as far as it goes in that respect, I mean, we see a lot of uh, you know lower socioeconomic demographics in those areas, but a lot of them have telephones. Yep. Now, your transaction of 
the DALA, D-A-L-A, is yep. that correct? Yep. Yeah. Uh, is that transacted through mobile telephone use or yep. is it requiring more technology to actually facilitate the, the, the full purpose? No, so our focus was that the, the biggest problem with crypto is that you need distribution and you need it to be user-friendly. Yeah. Right, like today it's having users manage private keys and not have user-friendly wallet, it's intimidating and scary. Yeah, absolutely. And for these consumers we said we need to make it super convenient, seamless, um, and something better than cash. Yeah. Um, and so smartphone penetration is growing every day. Smartphones are becoming cheaper and cheaper every yeah. year. That's not a concern for us, but it is a smartphone app. Um, and you know, it's two-factor authenticated, so security is our top priority. We are a custodian of consumers' private keys right now yeah. um, because we see that's the best way to start driving adoption. Yeah, okay. And um, I mean, is there any particular country, uh, sorry, area of Africa that you're seeing, I mean, I know you've only just sort of gone out and it's exploded really quickly. I'm not even sure if you've got the analytics on it yet, yeah. but is there any sort of area demographic that has picked it up the fastest? I know yes. you spoke about the yes, younger yes. emerging markets of Africa. Talk to us about who's picking it up yeah. and see if we can find an insight as to where else in other parts of the world it might actually explode as well. Yeah, so what's interesting is we launched in South Africa, Zimbabwe and Uganda. So South Africa to Zimbabwe, remittance flows are a billion dollars every year. So we said there's a huge opportunity there, let's tap into it. Surprisingly though, our uptake is in Uganda. So we have viral growth there and it's because we have spent years building communities with consumers in Uganda especially. Yeah. So it's about trust. And this is what we have the step forward with you know, if any competitor comes in the spaces that we've been there for years You've and these consumers trust. Yeah. trust us, they know us, they see us as this financial companion, a friend. That's how we how we work with them. Yeah. Um, and so that's why we, we we believe that the the growth in Uganda has been viral because consumers know us and trust us. Um, but also it, consumers in Uganda are hungry, like they they want opportunities. And we've essentially created this micro jobs platform. So yeah. we, in order to get Dala out to a lot of people, we incentivize users. So you sign up, we put Dala in your account. You invite a friend, we put Dala in your account. Yep. And Ugandans like picked up on that. Like they're working, you know, Boy, 12 yeah. hours yeah, yeah. a day <laughs> signing up people because they're getting paid for yeah, it. Yeah. So it's it's interesting to see the, the difference in every market. So in, in that regard, if it was, the amount of on-the-ground work you put in Uganda, yeah. that's why it's exploded the most. How do you see that? I mean, that's a, a wonderful positive of a lot yeah. of hard work and a lot of creation of trust, of course, so well done on that. But as far as for expansion plans, does the model's rolled out, it's successful. If you're seeing a big one in Uganda, I mean, do you need to now go and partner with trusted sources in other parts of the world to make that work based? Or is that just a very African-only uh, trust-related yeah. success model? So we created these communities through Facebook. So like nothing oh, wow. on the ground, honestly. Right. And then you, we have evangelists who are true yeah. believers in this that are they're the ones who have come, who've, who've essentially become agents for us yep. and ambassadors when we didn't ask them to, but they're going out educating people on the ground. So that's what's fascinating about this, that it's wow. truly organic yeah. and like grassroots. People are believing in this, that they, they we've built the tools and now they're, the consumers are the ones who are running with so, it. So, okay, so we're, we're using the, the, the dollar to pay for our bills, for example. Yep. How difficult was it to get the people getting paid, like the, the um, well, how do I put it, the businesses to accept yeah. it? I mean, how hard was it to get your foot in the door and get them to take this seemingly unknown, strange form of currency to go, yeah, we'll take that. Yeah. How did you go about that? Like that must have been hard work. So what's interesting about Africa is there's value in, so M-Pesa, M-Pesa is what a lot of people know in Kenya. It's a mobile money um, that a telecommunications company provided. So I can buy airtime for my phone data, I can pay for bills. What 
M-Pesa started was that they saw consumers using airtime, so minutes for your phone, as a form of currency. I have yeah. airtime on my phone and I would send airtime to a friend to pay them. So uh, in Africa, people use airtime data. as so it's almost there already, right? It the, is, the it is, it is. Like it's, it's an asset that holds value. There's a certain value tied to it. Yeah. Um, so consumers already understood this. It wasn't uh, you know, hard for them yeah. to, to accept or, and agents and merchants, the ones who are accepting, like as long as they know there's value tied to it, they're fine accepting it. That's a good point. So, I mean, I'm trying to think, where would be the next logical step for while to go and to facilitate that same econ economy that you've created effectively? Yes. I mean, it makes sense with Africa, with Uganda. I mean, I, I get that. Yeah. Now you've introduced me and educated me on yeah. how things work there and how the uptake would actually occur. What's the plans for expansion? Yep. I know it's all happening very quickly and it's probably very <laughs> yeah. early to be asking that, but we've always got to be thinking three no, we steps are. ahead, right? We so are. where are you going next and, and what's the plan to try and, I guess, replicate the success in what may be a different world? Yes, no, completely. So this year we plan to be in 10 more markets. Um, Nigeria, Ghana, Mozambique, Botswana, Kenya, Tanzania, Zambia, and the UK. So we're- The UK? Yes, so in all those markets we have merchants on yep. the ground who are willing to accept dollar. Okay, well. And our focus is one expansion, but the second piece is enterprise. So the second we uh, start onboarding more enterprises who want to use dollar to operate their business and who want to start paying their employees in dollars when this is really taking off as a true store of value. Um, the surprising thing is that last year after we did our token sale was we designed this as a consumer solution, but we were inundated with large enterprises in Africa reaching out to us saying, I can't handle the inflation, the exchange rush, I can't move Ugandan yeah. shillings out of the country and then operate in RAN. Like, running business in Africa is hard because you're running it in so many different countries with so many different currencies and you have all this risk associated with yep. it. Can, cool. Enterprises want a, a cotton-and-wine currency that they can move instantly yeah. anywhere. So it's solving a huge problem for, for enterprises, which now can start spring more economic growth. So, I mean, there's a lot out there at the moment in the space of, you know, wanting to be paid in this and using it as a, as a currency. I mean, we've seen lots of different uh, talk of uh, bank cards, this type of thing, yes. you know. Is there anything there for Wilder to go into or is it purely on the platform? Are you looking for bank cards to help no. eventually? So, so Africa leap has leapfrogged that technology. That's why, like, they were the ones doing Venmo payments before yeah, yeah. Venmo existed, yeah. right? Like, they're used to using their mobile phones, whether it's a feature phone or smartphone. They know how um, they're more advanced in the technology in terms of financial services. So definitely not cards, um, but we are expanding the platform to provide more services. So loans, insurance, yeah, accounts, right. investment products. We want it to be your everything in your hand, right? Like your financial life in your hand. So wouldn't need. that mean that China would be a wonderful market? Because doesn't everyone use WeChat in China? Everyone's very. Yes. No one uses cash anymore. Everyone yeah, uses exactly. telephone. I mean, yeah, that, you I mean, pay I with that's QR. A big market. Big yeah. Market. Uh, China doesn't have for like. There's just too much with Alipay, <laughs> yeah. and it's, it would be too hard. There, yeah. yeah. Plus it the source. plus cryptocurrencies. You know, the Chinese At government. The moment, it's still a bit tricky. Yeah. They seen it as a poor um, blockchain, but how that they're looking, at, how they can harness it yeah. for themselves, obviously. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess China it makes sense in one respect, but in the other, it seems like yes. a very hard door to open. It could be, but Asia and Latin America, like those are the markets that we want to be into. We said let's let's take Africa first and then expand from there. So strictly emerging markets where yes. you can have the biggest impact. Yes, because that's where crypto is going to take off, and and that's something I try to push uh, on people that the opportunity for crypto is in these markets where there are real problems. Like yeah, that's what can be solved. Yes, yeah, solve. Yeah. Don't just speculate. Use it as a speculative instrument. Yeah. Like that's why we're not 
not seeing adoption with Bitcoin. And that's why I'm not going to the store and buying yep. food with Bitcoin. Like, I don't, I want to use USD. It's a strong yeah. currency. I don't yeah. have an issue. Exactly. So when you have those problems, that's where the opportunity is. And that's why we tell people Africa. Yeah, well, it, it makes perfect sense. Empowering people, giving people an understanding of what they can use it for. I mean, that's what this show's for. It's to yeah. help to educate people in all different walks of life. Like, as you probably be aware, especially at events like this, it's very tech heavy. Yeah. I'm not a tech person. Yeah. I'm an investor. I'm a trader. I'm, I'm a guy who talks logically yes. and understands things in a logical sense. What's the issue? What's the solution? And can I match them together and go, ah, that makes sense. So therefore I'll, I'll support that or I won't. Um, and I think a lot of people get caught up in the tech side of it. Your solution yes. is fairly straightforward. You're going to help people to use something that's fast, it's efficient, it holds its value. And especially in these countries where we do see uh, major inflationary issues, yes. Uh, it, it takes that issue away, and exactly. that's a huge risk. I mean, was it um, Zimbabwe? You know, you got a wheelbarrow full of cash currency to go buy and, and a won't... loaf of bread. Correct. Yeah. Uh, while it sort of gets around these issues, so what, yeah. what's the global vision? I mean, obviously we start here, but we might end up here. Yep. Where is here for Wala and yourself? Where do you want to get to? So, to me, the opportunity is with Dal. It's, it's so the cryptocurrency is a public good. We want to build the platform and foundation a new, completely new financial system, right? Like obviously the whole remove the middleman, yeah, yeah, yeah. but but in Africa and in emerging markets, it's a much bigger thing when there is so much inefficiency and corruption and the people who bear the burden of these systems are always then consumer. They're the yeah. ones that are losing out and that's where the, where we want to focus on. Like Walla is the platform and app that can help drive this, yeah. but I want other financial apps to use and uh, adopt all. I want other partners and we want to build the ecosystem out so it can get into the hands of our people everywhere. Well, I wish you all the best of luck, Trisha. Now, where would people find more? If they want to find more information yes. about the project, about how to get involved and what to do, where would they yes. find more about on you? Yeah, so you can visit dala.org. That's a D-A-L-A.org. Yes. Okay. Yeah, our telegram is t.me slash getwalla, and the Walla website is getwalla.com. All right, great. Well, look, we're going to put you across the social channel so you guys can all awesome. find out more about that. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Yes. And look, I'm really championing your cause. I think it's a wonderful one to Thank get involved you. with. I wish you all the best of luck. I'm stoked for how much success you've had already. Yes, me too. Yeah, well, it's, scary. It's, it's phenomenal. So good luck with it. I hope Thank you can you. scale it properly and uh, awesome. achieve the goal that you're after. Thanks very much for your time. Thank today. you. Thank you. Thanks. The Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Check out tradercobb.com because experience matters.